a horror sequel to a dead franchise released in January? What could possibly go wrong? What's going on, all you badasses and horror movie maniacs out there? It's your boy, Fat Samurai Guy, back again, kicking it with my brother from another mother. We representing the horror genre. Alex Chung, artist, that's right, of the martial arts, filmmaker, stuntman, actor, all that stuff. How are you doing, brother? Good. How you doing? Good, man. Good, man. We, we got to get you back in here and talk horror, not just action martial arts. We yes. got to get more in here for more horror content. And speaking of more horror content, uh, when this was announced uh, a long time ago that we were going to get a fifth Scream movie, uh, what was your first reaction to it? Um, I didn't know what to think because um, I thought, well, I think I should I should say what I thought of the first four. Because sure. when you're reviewing a sequel, I, I think people benefit from knowing like what you thought of the other ones. So they kind of have a frame of reference of where you're coming yeah, from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, the first one's obviously a classic. Yep. I thought the part two was a good sequel. Yeah, it's fun. Um, the third was definitely the weakest of the trilogy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I didn't hate it. I still enjoyed it. I, right. It was just, I mean, you know, a lot of third installments tend to be the weaker ones. Right, so right, I wasn't surprised, right. and I kind of you kind of get used to it after a while. Yeah, the fourth one was, which was like a while's after, almost a whole like pretty much a whole decade later. Um, that I definitely didn't know what to expect because you know that that was it's so funny we're talking about this one because they they kind of tried to revive it before, right? Um, right, and because it's spoiler talk, I guess obviously we're going to spoil any and all installments. Um, <laughs> what I loved about four. It was surprisingly good. Um, uh-huh. It seemed like the way they're marketing is like, oh, here's like a new scream for a new generation. Um, right. But they end up killing pretty much all the new characters. <laughs> and they're like, don't fuck with the original. And I thought that was really clever. And it was, you know, definitely, as the series is known for, a meta spin on, at, for the fourth installment, reboots and remakes. Yeah. So when they said they're doing a fifth one, I was like, oh, geez, like... I thought four was a strong installment. I I don't know if they could do it again, especially right. without Wes. That was one right. of the biggest things. I know I had read that the filmmakers were big fans of Wes. Um, but Wait, what's still, their names? What's their names? The directors. Their names are uh, Matt Bettinelli Olfen and Tyler Gillette. Gillette. Okay. My God! You see, you see what I did there? I had him uh, say the names. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Because <laughs> I was gonna I botch it even, I was gonna botch it even worse, man. If I did it, <laughs> I did my best. <laughs> no, it was good, but yeah, they they said they were fans, right? Yeah. So yeah. I didn't know what to think. I was curious. I was like, well, we don't really need another one. I'm one of those guys who, you know, thinks certain franchises should just not be touched after a while. I thought four yeah. was a great update, but then again, it has been another decade ish. So right. I was like, okay. I mean, you know, it's a. Uh, why not? Why not do another installment of Scream? But I just don't know if it's going to be good. And also, you know, yeah. first one without Wes to you know not to repeat myself. But it just uh, there was a. That's a good point you brought up, though. Yeah, it's you know, it's just yeah. I was I was curious though. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, when I did the trailer reaction to this a while back, we had fun watching the trailer. I had Mister Tony of the Dead with me, and uh, we we were just like, let's go, let's let's do this, let's have some fun, you know, let's bring back the slasher. We love us some slasher movies, man. 
let's bring it back. Let's have some fun. It looks like we got the original characters in here. Let's, you know, some of some of the original cast in here. Let's go, let's go, let's go. And then when I saw at the end, like, oh no, it's being released in January. I was like, fuck. <laughs> because everybody knows the the curse of studios not having faith in their movies. They'll release it in January. That's why it's called Fuck You January. That's right. So that's what that's a that is the thing. So uh, but yeah, you know what? Hey, I'm 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 gonna come off the 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 the, the bat right now. That doesn't make no sense. I don't give a shit. I enjoyed this, my brother. I had you fooled, didn't I? <laughs> Where you're like, I don't know if he's gonna like it, dude. This was fun. This was a fun time, man. Definitely had a good time. Uh, and I see you smiling there, so I'm assuming you enjoyed it as well. Yes, I. I thought it was excellent. I again, I didn't know what it's to fun. expect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, so "Could they do this again?" Down. You know. Oh, I know, I know, right? <laughs> the, it's the fifth movie. It's, I know. Yeah, it's yeah. it's extra impressive that right. the fifth installment is as good as it is. Yeah, and released in January. Yeah, and being a horror movie, which usually you know movies like The Bye Bye Man and. Stuff that's what people think about with movies in January. Oh, it's another bye bye, man. Uh, just as an example, but yeah, man, let's go ahead and do some spoiler talk. Let's go ahead and jump into this uh, and have some fun here. I really enjoyed uh, the opening. Uh, the opening was great, man. Very yeah. well done. What well, is the opening your favorite part of the film? Is it your favorite scene? Ooh, uh, I'm not sure what my favorite scene is. I'm sure once it comes up. I'll tag it as this is my favorite scene, but uh, right. I thought this opening is great. Um, I'm going to refer to Scream Four a lot because, sure, for me, you know, this film, this film, as much as I enjoyed it, it felt bizarre because I think of the original trilogy as of a time, which it right. was, it's of the '90s, right. and then Scream Four was a revi- revisiting that, and here we're right. revisiting it again, and they do acknowledge Scream Four. This is an actual sequel, even though they dropped the five. And do what every goddamn sequel movie does these days, yeah, or yeah, prequel yeah. or whatever, even reboots or yeah. requel as this film requel, uh, yeah, seems yeah. to have coined to my knowledge. Uh, yeah. I think of Scream 4's opening, which is really clever because we've seen the opening kills, right? And they really they they went very meta with it, and they uh, they they did a very clever opening for four. So for five, it's they seem to have gone back to basics. I was like, oh, okay, this is awfully familiar. But it's really strong. The suspense was good. General yeah. Ortega's performance is really good. It it really stayed with me, and I'm definitely an actor I'm going to pay attention to from here on right. out. Um, and I love the fact that she survives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The but beginning was a kill. <laughs> I know, right? I know, right? I was surprised with that, too, because I was like, she did. Ankle got snapped. Yeah. <laughs> Hand got and- stabbed. She got cut up. They didn't deprive us of any violence either. Like she gets fucked up, but she oh yeah, die. yeah, that's how we like it. That's how we yeah. like it. Um, but uh, the phone conversation was kind of cracking me up because uh, uh, she was all like, at first, at first she was all, uh, what do they call it? Um, elevated horror. Elevated horror. Yeah, which yeah. that term I absolutely hate, and yeah. I'm glad they addressed that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because the whole elevated horror thing. What's wrong with horror being elevated? You know, and then yeah. and then she was just like, "I'm not into the B movie schlocky stuff," and I was like, "Oh, she did." <laughs> yeah, but, uh, sure she, what sure, sure what it's all about. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> and you know what is that's what's awesome about being a horror fan. You know, it's like me and you. You know, we like a lot of the modern day horror, 
but we still appreciate the original classics, the old school stuff. I'm going back and watching some black and white, you know, film era horror classics. You know what I'm saying? I mean, there's every era has their horror classics. You know, you can't just say, well, the stuff now is the best and that's it. No, 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 no. You can go back to the eighties. You can go back to the seventies. You can go back to the sixties. There's, there's great horror everywhere. And that's, what's awesome about being a horror movie fan is that there's, so many different genres of horror, subgenres of horror out there. Exactly, too. Yeah. and that's what's awesome. That's what's awesome about being a horror fan. But yeah, she was just like uh, talking about the Baba Duck and stuff, and it, it was it was a lot of fun. I enjoyed that. I was cracking up over that. Uh, but <laughs> it, it's almost like she said almost every A twenty four movie there, right? She was just like Hereditary, The Witch. <laughs> I mean, it is kind of a big movement now for films, like a yeah. lot of these titles are a24 and i love right for yeah it's, yeah yeah. it's funny when you think about it, it's like yeah it's kind of all almost all under one umbrella mm-hmm. yeah we were fans of uh you know babadook when that came out we were fans of hereditary and, and the witch uh not everything a24 is great though you know mm-hmm. they did do the green knight so we'll move on here <laughs> <laughs> sorry i'm sorry okay gotta be honest uh, anyway, but yeah, uh, <laughs> I heard some interesting things about the movie Lamb, too. Have you watched Lamb? Uh, no, not yet. Yeah, there you go. Put that on your list for what the fuckery there. Uh, but yeah, great, great opening scene. A uh, lot of tension. She gets fucked up, which is, which is, which is great. And, and then we get introduced to our, uh, our, our next character, her sister. What was that? Sam, I believe, right? That was the character's uh, yeah. name. Uh, Sam gets introduced. And the big twist about her... We can jump into it right now, man. Boom. Go ahead and talk about it. Oh, boy. Uh, well, uh, not only is her name Sam, her name is Sam Loomis, which there's a lot of name Easter eggs in this film. You know, we have a character named Wes, which is an obvious tribute to Wes Craven. Right. Um, and you've got Sam Loomis, who, as we all know, was um, Donald Pleasance's character in Halloween. Right. right. Um, yeah. The daughter of Billy Loomis. I didn't see this coming. Uh, it was a great secret that they kept uh, Skeet, who played Billy in the original film, returns with yeah. the aging as a ghost, and it's <laughs> badass. It's like the first time you've kind of physically yeah. seen a killer return, even right. if he's in ghost right. form. And she's seeing him in the in the reflection of uh, you know the car mirror, rear view mirror, and and all that stuff. You know, she and, he, and he's all he's kind of fucking with her, but kind of guiding her at the same yeah, time. Yeah. It's it's weird. I didn't know what to think of it at first. I was like, this is interesting. Well, it harkens back to the old school horror, right? Just like you're seeing this ghost in the mirror and, and you yeah. know, this voice in your head. It, it, yeah. it seems a lot more like the horror films of yesteryear than the ones that A24 is releasing. Right. So right, it's kind of, right. to me, stylistically, it made sense. Yeah. 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 I just like, well, this was different. This is interesting. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, she, you know, comes back with her boyfriend played by, what was his name? Uh, Jack Quaid. Or you, Jack Quaid, are you talking about his character's name? Yeah, what was his character's name? Uh, Richie. Richie, there, there you go. That's why I got Alex here, man. He's the he's he's the guy with the names. Uh, but yeah, her and her boyfriend, you know, uh, she gets the call about her sister getting getting stabbed up and and surviving. Yeah, and uh, she goes to visit her, and then man, that was just the worst timing ever to drop the bomb on her in the hospital about her past and why she left. <clears throat> and she's been gone for five years. And basically finding out uh, that her dad isn't her real dad. You know, she con- confronted their mom about it. And her dad heard it. 
And he was like, what? I'm not the real father. Fuck this. I'm out. He left. So, you know, this was like a lot to drop on uh, poor, uh, <laughs> you yeah. know, sister that got fucked up. I mean, this is, you know, that, hey, she she reacted perfectly, though. Like, get the fuck out of here. Yes. Like, really? Yeah. Like, seriously, you're going to do this right now? I'm all trying to recover and shit. So, yeah, very interesting. And uh, she runs into the sheriff. Uh, yes, returning cast member. Yeah. The last yeah. one. Yeah. Is Marley Judy? Shelton. Judy, right? Yes. Who uh, yeah. I believe in in part four, she was a, a deputy and now she's a sheriff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, which brings us what happens uh, next to uh, our Officer Doofus. <laughs> I'm sorry, from Scary Movie. I mean, Dewey here. Uh, that's right. And, you know, he they kind of they kind of forced him to uh, retire early, you know, mm-hmm. and, and and he's going through a lot of shit. And of course, after the incident with, you know, meeting her sister, you're like, look, you know, the cops, obviously, Judy's basically telling me to fuck off that I was a fuck up. You know, I got to we the cops are not going to help us. Nobody's going to help us. So let's go. Let's go to an expert who can help us out. And that's when they visit Mr. Dewey here. Uh, great performance here from David. Yeah, it's been a while since I've seen him. And uh, definitely no stranger to the genre. I mean, obviously, he is uh, a legacy character, as they call it in Scream. But he was also in a uh, gem, another gem of the 90s, Ravenous. There's our yeah. obligatory Ravenous plug. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, it was video. great to see him back. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, good performance. Great performance from him. But you know what? It's like I didn't mind seeing him this way because, I mean, he even says it in this movie that he got stabbed like nine times and all the shit he's been through. Like, yeah, anybody at some point would get be kind of fucked up. Yeah, and now the only the one thing that you love the most, and and uh, you know your love interest, that didn't work out. Now you're, you're you know you're home alone, and the, the the job that you love doing, especially helping people, is gone. So yeah, it kind of makes sense. Uh, I don't think it's a big stretch that he's kind of fucked up right here. Yeah, and we and like we like we've talked about before, Alex, that we love broken heroes. Uh, we enjoy that, you know, when they're done right. Uh, a, a, a bad example of a broken hero is what happened to Luke Skywalker in The Last Jedi. Now, that's a bad example, which is funny because they mentioned Ryan Johnson's name uh, in this. Did you, did you did you catch that? Oh, when they're reviewing uh, no, they, Scout no, Yeah, they didn't say his name, but they said the guy who did Knives Out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They kind of mentioned that. Uh, but uh, our favorite, one of our favorites, broken heroes done right is uh, John Rambo from Rambo Four. But that's another review for another day. Uh, but yeah, I enjoyed uh, uh, his performance and his character in here. And of course, he's like, "Oh fuck, you kidding me? I gotta call Sydney. Here she is. Go ahead, Alex." Um, well, the thing about the you know Nev Campbell, David Arquette, Courtney Cox, all of them returning, uh, where their characters are at this point, it makes sense. Nothing, yeah. nothing felt forced. Everything felt natural. Everything made sense. I don't feel like they were shoehorned into this movie. I felt like everything that occurred, like it made sense in a logical way, and uh, it was great to see everyone. It was it was interesting seeing um, Sydney with kids. Um, uh huh. Yeah. You know, you you go back to part three. And, you know, uh, she's living in the woods by herself. She's, uh, I wouldn't call her paranoid, but she's very, you know, ready for another uh, attack. And then, you know, in four, she's kind of moved 
moved on, kind of like how fans have moved on a bit. She's even you know written a book, which to me is like, oh, that's a Gail Weathers move right there. Um, and then here it's like she's really moved on, you know, and she's you know she's got a family. And as yeah. a, another Easter egg is um, Dewey on the phone mentions Mark, who I'm assuming is her husband, who I'm assuming is Mark Kincaid, the detective in Part Three, played by um, Patrick Dempsey. Ah, um, okay. And it was obvious in that movie that he fancied her. Right. He didn't really know how she felt about him. It wasn't the best written movie, but you know, it yeah. just it was hard to kind of find that characterization. But apparently, because he survived, apparently they got together. Uh, e- interesting little Easter egg, you know. Yeah, uh, just yeah. another way to kind of acknowledge the third film and all the films. I kind of like how they did that. They don't detract from the story. They're not. This movie isn't just relying on Easter eggs and right, references. Right. They're just there if you whether you notice them or not, which I appreciated. Yeah, yeah. and she, you know, it was great to hear. Uh, from Dewey, you know, when she's on the phone, she was like oh, happy to hear that. from him. Yeah, yeah, she was happy to hear from him, but at the same time, she was kind of surprised, like, "Oh, you're not sheriff anymore?" You know, like, "Okay, <laughs> all right." Yeah. And, you know, uh, did she mention uh, how Gail doing? Right? Did she mention that? I th- I think so. Yeah. Right, um, right. But I, I the, the 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 most memorable line that mo- in that scene is when she says, uh, "I'm Sydney fucking Prescott." Of course, I have a gun. Yeah, that was great. Yeah. That was great, and uh, she looked great. Oh yeah, Nev looked great, man. She yeah, yeah. She, she aged well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, talk about this scene. So, so you know, we have our uh, main character Sam hooks up with uh, the old crusty veteran yeah. Dewey here, uh, and they and Dewey starts laying down the rules. You know, he's like, "Hey, did you check your love interests? <laughs> did you check your best friends?" You know, and they all meet here. And this scene I thought was interesting, especially with all the meta stuff. I actually found it clever like you were mentioning with the whole recall thing and mm-hmm. and uh and that was it was a really really good scene you want to talk about that yeah this scene is really loaded you know um it starts with a shot of a painting of randy meeks who was my favorite character um and a lot of people a lot of people's favorite character um you know uh his death in part two really hurt more about Deaths yeah. that hurt later on, but um, it turns out that what's cool is like all these characters have some connection to to the past uh, scream characters. You know, um, uh, as we know, the main character is uh, related to Billy Loomis. We have two characters here, siblings who are nephews and nieces to Randy Meeks, I believe. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we have they have kind of like a little memorial display, and they're having this conversation in the living room. Uh, nice little cameo uh, by um, Heather. Don't know how to say her name. Uh, Heather Matarazzo, Matarazzo, sure. um, <laughs> who played Randy's sister. Yeah, and you know she was in part three, and you got a little cameo by uh, Jamie Kennedy as, as Randy on the VHS tape, I believe, or DVD. <laughs> Pretty sure it's a tape, just to kind of yeah keep it in that era. Um, and so she makes a little cameo here, which is nice. It's like, oh, like I haven't, you know, you haven't seen her. And yeah. then you have this conversation, which, if Randy were to still be alive, he would he would totally be saying shit like this. But instead, it's kind of shared between the new characters, which is like a cool way to kind of organically pass yeah. it down to another yeah. generation. And uh, it's it's cool. It's really uh, it's a really good kind of uh, dialogue scene where they talk about this is where it gets it starts to get really meta, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and also, uh, his niece, his niece is just like him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she's not exactly like him, which is which is great. But you can definitely feel that his blood, like that blood, is in her. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, 
the and whole the, movie references and all that kind of yeah. and the finger pointing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. And that's what we love about slashers, not just the the fun gore effects and stuff like that, but we you know, it's it's the whole who done it factor, you yes. know. Which Scream does really well. And uh yeah, yeah. And it, <laughs> it's funny is the, all of them are supposed to be best friends, but <laughs> it didn't take them long to start pointing fingers. <laughs> it did not take them long. They're like, no, you did it. No, Alex, you did it. I knew it. I knew it, Alex. It was you, man. <laughs> yeah, that aspect was done really well, and um, yeah, yeah. I think it's really important because it's one of the strongest things about the, the Scream movies. That's one of the unique things about Ghostface is it's, it's always someone different. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's the whodunit factor is what we enjoy. And it's it's funny, the people that, you know, to each his own, it's fine, but what always bothered me, bro, is you have people that absolutely hate slashers. Mm-hmm. They they hate it to their core, and that's fine. That's to each, to each their own. But what annoys me is they absolutely love and praise Psycho all the time. And I'm like, oh, you can play you 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 can praise Psycho, but you can't praise you know the slasher genre. Okay, okay. Because in my opinion, Psycho's a slasher. <laughs> is it though? In my opinion, it is. Yeah, I mean, I haven't, I haven't debated with myself whether it's yeah. a slash or not. I just think it's awesome. I think it is. I okay. Think it is. I mean, hey, picking maybe, people I mean, off who the who done it aspect. Right, right. I mean, it it's is hard to, me. to. Yeah, it's hard to. It's hard to talk about the beginnings of a slasher because I feel like multiple films have contributed to its yes its development. Yeah. So mm-hmm. Psycho definitely laid down a lot of the groundwork for it. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So it's a. Yeah. Hey, I think it's legitimate to say Psycho's a slasher. It's a slasher. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, so our, our adventure continues here, and and people start getting picked off in slasher in the in the, in the slasher way, and uh, yeah, man, uh, Judy, she gets it. Her son gets it. That's probably one of my favorite kills in the movie is how her son dies, oh, right slowly through the neck, and you see it go all the way through. Yeah. It comes out on the outside. The effect, the effect was worked really well, and uh, yeah. that's one example in the movie that shows that this ghost face, in my opinion, is like the most sadistic. You know, most that's how we like it. Terrifying. Like this ghost face is not fucking around. No, no, you know? no. And uh, it's a great scene. It's uh, it was it was it was sad to see her go. Yeah, getting yeah. killed in broad daylight. I know. That was um, that was surprising. I was like, "Wow!" He, I was like, "Ghostface." A lot of people. Fuck. Ghostface takes out people during the day, you know. In, yeah. In almost yeah. all of them. Yeah. I was like, "Man, you don't give a fuck." Uh, but of course, that leads to an investigation, and then that's what brings in Gail. It was nice seeing Courtney Cox again, of course. And uh, talk yeah. about this scene, Alex. The meta was strong with this scene. <laughs> um, it's strong but- with this one. But yeah, you know, uh, as as we know, uh, Dewey and Gail have separated as in real life. Uh, David and Courtney have separated. And this conversation, you really feel the weight of it. There's there's a lot of layers here and uh, it's bittersweet because it's great to see these characters together. It's sad yeah. to see them in the state they're in. But you, you feel that they're kind of glad to see each other and you're glad to see them together. And that's the thing about this franchise is um a lot of why we love it are these characters. And uh, for me, it was just like, shit, man, it's been more than 20 years watching these characters. And uh, yeah, I just, I love these characters so much. It was, it was a great scene and well acted. 
and yeah. organic again. Like it made it didn't feel contrived. It felt like yeah, like he they see each other and they have this emotional conversation yeah. in the midst of all this. Yeah. Um. So it was, great scene. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Very I agree. Memorable scene. I agree, definitely. Um, but uh, yeah, talk about this asshole. So apparently, he's um, because all, the dialogue in this movie is really quick. Uh, I think they said he's Stu Mocker's nephew, or he's related to Stu Mocker, yeah. uh, Matthew Lillard's character. Right. Um, yeah, he shows up. He's like kind of a creeper, and then next thing you know, he's dead. <laughs> yeah, shanked. Yeah. Nice little Easter egg having a red right hand play uh, from his car radio, which is a song very prominent in the uh, in the first three, I believe. Nice, um, nice. It's pretty cool kill, you know, seeing Ghostface. Uh, yeah, you know, I like, I love the wiping off the blade. It's, it's like a trademark. I just yeah. love, I love that. Just yeah, I love that man. Uh, but yeah, uh, another fun kill, and and really, we got some really great. Uh, Iconic looking shots. Uh, oh my god! Uh, look at this, man. Yeah. <laughs> this well, the shit. opening. Um, you know, the only thing that kept the uh, the last shot of the opening before they cut the titles, like um, tired because they always have Ghostface slashing at the screen. Right. Was just the police sirens, you know, coming up as he was yeah. ready to strike. That was like, oh, this is different. Like the cops are just showing up. Right. It's like, is he going to get caught? Or, like, what's going to happen? You know, it turns. Out, I guess he had to book it right bol- <laughs> yeah he probably bolted yeah. but that was yeah. a cool that was a cool uh image and yeah just the shadows and, and even just the 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 body language yeah pulling the knife out and kind of holding holding yeah it being really sick nice. dude pretty you have pretty to awesome. mention roger l jackson um because that voice is part of the the iconography of the character and yeah he was so good in this yes so sadistic so devilish just i missed that voice man it's just uh it, it's, it's 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 terrifying but calming at the same time. <laughs> First, when he was talking to Tara, he was sound. He sounded like an older gentleman and very yeah. friendly and yeah. almost like an uncle or something like that. And then all of a sudden, I'm gonna kill you, bitch. It was great. Yeah. So it was good, good stuff, man. Really, 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 really good stuff. And, and you know, people getting picked off. The mystery continues. We even have our red herring set up here uh, when the boyfriend gets attacked. Yeah, uh, again, a lot of references to the past, you know. Uh, this makes you think of uh, Jerry O'Connell's character in Part 2 and Emma Roberts' character in Part 4. They get slashed on the arm, and it's like, wait, why, why'd you why'd you only get slashed on the arm? You must be the other killer. Right, right. <laughs> um, so, uh, I mean, we'll talk more about it once we talk about the killer reveals, but uh, mm-hmm. I, definitely, <laughs> I definitely started eyeballing eyeballing uh, his character. What's What's interesting is... This is the fifth one, and um, I think that they hit the killer really well in all of them, maybe except for part two. It's a personal mm. opinion, but I think part two had a very obvious who the killers were. Right, right. Um, part three was like no one could have guessed that because they kind of pulled a cheap one on us. Yeah. Um, part four pretty shocked me pretty much. Um, so I was like, I was looking at everybody. I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. fucking, even the, <laughs> even the legacy characters, I was like, I'm not fucking... I'm, I don't want that to have the rug pulled. That would have been a trip. One of the legacy characters was the killer. That would have been. It was possible. You know, that would have been like, interesting. And yeah. that's what the movie did really well. Is it know. made me paranoid. It made me keep guessing. Yeah, but definitely noticed that that red herring there. And, uh, like, so let's continue talking about uh, 
one of the big major scenes uh, coming oh up here. Oh my god! After the red herring is established, uh, we got to go uh, after the sister here. She's like, "Fuck it, I'm trying to get the fuck out of here." Security guard's got his knife. <laughs> He's got his, <laughs> his neck slit. Security yeah. guard didn't make it. And, uh, you know, at the same time, he's talking to, because he's got her phone, so he's talking to uh, Sam. And uh, Sam kind of stalled him for a while while they were coming up the elevator, which was a great shot. Yeah. And you got him coming in, shooting at him. Great shot here of him turning around. Really, really great cinematography in the movie, man. Very well done. Yeah. But now we got to get to the big throwdown scene here. Nice little tussle here. Dewey doing doing the damn thing, busting some caps, but got He went back to try to follow the rules. You know, he's like, "You got to shoot oh. him in the head." <laughs> so I Sam and them got away. He went back. Did, you already knew, didn't you? When he when he walked back, you already knew. Okay. Did you, did you know? <laughs> okay, so this really hurt, and what made it worse is, in my opinion, they telegraphed it. Oh, okay. But like not not in a way that that uh, like like I mean deliberately telegraphed it yeah to make it hurt even more um, when you okay. start getting that creeping feeling yeah that something bad's gonna happen mm-hmm. when the bad thing happens it makes it worse um, yeah and I gotta yeah. tell you I gotta be honest with you I started to get a bad feeling early in the film when he's on the phone with Sidney yeah when he, I, uh, this is verbatim he's like uh, you know. Promise me you won't come back to Woodsboro. She's like, there's no fucking way I'm going back to Woodsboro. And I started going, oh, no. Shit, yeah. This is a writer's trick. Yeah. I'm thinking, I mean, she has to come back to Woodsboro at some point. Right, This right, isn't right, just right. a cameo. Yeah. The only thing I can think of is Dewey dies. Right, right. And then the second time I got that feeling was when Dewey. And also, like, the fact that they have a scene where Dewey's on the phone with Sydney, it's like this could be their last conversation. You know, it would be bad yeah. if you brought these characters back and they didn't get to interact with each other. So it's like you want your Sydney Dewey interaction? There you go. And that's right. all you're gonna get. So when he spoke right. to Gail, I was like, oh my God, this is like Han and Leia talking the last time. Um, yeah. this is I'm yeah. getting that creeping feeling, right? And then yeah. uh when he uh when he says he has to go back to shoot him in the head, I mean it's one of those things where it's like you should have just fucking did it right there and then or pull the mask right. off or something but you know right. uh it's, it's been a while maybe you know the old <laughs> he's rusty he's yeah rusty. he's rusty um <laughs> when 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 the elevator doors close a badass moment where he's just walking down the hall and he's he's uh you know reloading the cylinder but yeah. i was like oh no they're gonna kill dewey they're gonna yeah they're gonna fucking do it and um did they ever they fucking because <laughs> here's the thing Dewey has survived so much. Um, you know, getting stabbed in the back in the first one, getting stabbed God knows how many times in the second one. Um, the third one wasn't so bad. It was actually one of the funniest moments where the knife where the knife's thrown at him uh-huh. and it, it, the handle of the knife the hits him in the head. Him. <laughs> and then uh part four, he got his ass kicked by Emma Roberts a bit. Um, but this one, they made sure he doesn't come back from it. Oh, it's like, yeah. oh no. The We've double. stabbed him before, but we're gonna we're gonna fuck him right up. We're gonna gut him. It's <laughs> yeah. disgusting. Yeah. It really hurt to watch. Uh, yeah, Dewey's such a beloved character. Yeah, and uh, oh, that was that really hurt me to watch, dude. It was. And I, it was I was kind of hope. I, I, it hurt me a little bit. It hurt me too. But I, 
only because a little bit more only because of I was like, damn, I didn't want him to go out like a punk. And he kind of yeah. did. <laughs> I wanted yeah. at least like maybe fire one more shot and like injure the you know the the killer or the killer's like all fucked up for the rest of the movie. I don't know. Yeah. Then that would have been a giveaway. But I no, don't know. They... I was like, damn, he just got fucking he just got fucked up. That was that's a wrap. Yeah, yeah. No, it, it was it was brutal. There was yeah. yeah, there was nothing really glorious about it. he just got no. fucking ripped to shreds. I love I love the last line though. Was it it's an honor? It's an honor. Oh that was it's an honor, mind. sir. That was great, dude. <laughs> just like I mean, that kind of cements the gravity of what just happened. Like killing a legacy character like that is a big deal. That's a that's a big point for Team yeah. Ghostface. It's like, yeah, we fucking killed Dewey. Now, you know, yeah, anything goes. Yeah, anything goes. The no, point. Nobody's safe. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I honestly think it was a good idea because it's the fifth movie. You yeah. really gotta reintroduce that threat, you know, because yeah. these three characters have just they've just coasted, you yeah. know, especially through the last film. So uh, and that helped, and, and the point was that that helped bring Sydney back. That gave her motivation to come back. Yeah, you know, which was which was what the killer was trying to do anyway. Yeah. So Sydney's back, you know, she's trying to meet up with Sam. He's like, she's like, look, I've been through this before. I've done this. Let you know, let yeah. me help you. Uh, you know, and they're like, we're getting the fuck out of here <laughs> after all that. We're leaving the town. Fuck this. We are out. Peace out. And she's trying to, you know, she's trying to help her, you know, uh, she's trying to help Billy's daughter on top of that. Yeah. 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 And she, she knows, you know, and it was, and she knows that she knows, you know, it was very interesting. Uh, but, uh, of course she's like, no, we got to go. And, uh, Sam's sister's like, you know, my inhaler's missing. What the fuck? Thought it was in here. I need it really bad. Uh, I have a. I, it's, it's funny. I, you leave inhalers, extra inhalers, around <laughs> your friend's house. What? What the fuck? Yeah, I was. I was a little confused about that. He's like, wait, they're going to the that. house because why? <laughs> yeah, it's like I did that growing up. Yeah, sure. I, you know, my my buddy Steve's house. Yeah, I got an extra inhaler. It made there. me think. Yeah. Start think she was the fucking killer. It's like, why yeah. are we going? Don't you know that this always ends with a fucking party and a bunch of people dying in a house? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. a good point. It is a good point. Uh, but yeah, they show up at the house. They get a little party going on, and uh, some more meta humor is in yeah. there. Of course, not just any house. Yeah, the house. The house. The great house. way to bring it back to the uh, original. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Great shot too of the camera coming yeah. out tilting. It was really good stuff there. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, people start getting fucked up. Oh know? yeah. He doesn't. He he got shanked pretty pretty. What he got? He got shanked a lot. That's the thing. Uh, a lot of people get shanked a lot in this. We didn't see him anymore after. We didn't see his body, did we? Did we? Well, you see him at the end in the ambulance. So he oh, made. Oh, that's right. He gave the thumbs up. Yeah. Okay. I don't know why I thought that was somebody else for some reason. It was uh, a really quick shot. So. Right. Right. Okay. Yeah, but he got fucked up though. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I liked. I, I liked in this movie how technology is used against you. Yes, you know, with the beginning, yes. with the alarms and the, uh, the 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 triggering of the locking the house yeah. up, and and it, un- it unlocking, and then of course him trying to go out there and try to find his girlfriend, and it's all a setup. You know, he's trying to he's using the tracker on the phone to find her, and you know, I like I, I thought that was interesting. Yeah, using technology. So uh, again, carnage ensues, craziness. She's very lucky. 
Yeah. Uh, Actually, the scene before this, um, when she's watching the, t- the TV. That was a good scene. That was probably the most meta scene in the history of cinema. <laughs> in the history of cinema, yeah. Because I, I will try to break it down, but I might, I might actually have like a meltdown on the show. Do it, do it, uh, try it. Do it. So, what is happening in the scene is she is watching Stab. Yeah. Which is based on the real life in the context of the film, in the context of Scream. She's yeah. watching uh, Randy Meeks, her 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 uncle, her yeah. late uncle, um, not the actual Randy Meeks, but an actor playing Randy Meeks based on the Woodsboro murders, a.k.a. Scream, which we're watching. Right. We're watching right. her. Ghostface appears behind her, just like it does in the movie Stab, right. which happened in Scream when yeah. Randy is watching Halloween. And and Michael Myers <laughs> appears behind Jamie Lee Curtis. And he goes, Jamie, behind you. But yeah. his name is Jamie because Jamie Kennedy plays Randy. So he's right. going, Jamie, behind you. And we're going, Randy, behind you. Or you, Jamie, <laughs> behind you in Scream. But now it's in Stab. And she, in Scream 5, is watching the Stab. And we as eyes are seeing, no, look, behind you <laughs> i mean that it's brilliant that they did that scene because there's yeah. too many layers to count um and there's genuine suspense because it's like oh shit is she gonna get stabbed yeah. in the head? and she uh yeah she just uh, she gets stabbed but yeah. uh but she yeah. makes it in the end but yeah that was you you might be onto something there the most meta scene of all i mean seriously <laughs> like when you sit down and think about it it's crazy uh but yeah we're gonna keep it going here it is insane for sure, but yeah, we Sydney tracked. Sydney used a Gale Weathers uh, maneuver and uh, uh, put a tracking device on Sam's car. Yeah, uh, it was a boyfriend's car, I, I think, and uh, that's yeah. how they ended up finding them at the house. I like the scene earlier where uh, you know Sam was kind of being a bitch, mm-hmm. and Gail was like, "Hey, shut the fuck up, new girl." Yeah. <laughs> that was great, dude. Yeah. That was great. She's like you're, you're, this is the original. You're messing with. You talking the original? Like this is the original right here. Know your place. You know what I'm saying? That was great. I enjoyed that. Uh, but uh, yeah, they showed up, and we kind of have this big uh, f- finale standoff, which ended very quickly. <laughs> very quickly. But um, let's go ahead and and go get to the first re- big reveal here. So. Uh, this character's name again? Help me out here. Uh, that's Amber. She's uh, been revealed as the killer. She shoots Liv in the head, then strides, just, just straight up busts a cap on everybody else, and everybody just scrambles after yeah. that. As as people would once, yeah. when yeah. someone starts shooting yeah, a gun. People would, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, now, let's... Okay. All right. I'm going to be a little nitpicky here, man. I, I just... For, uh, this whole finale was very entertaining and very well done, and I enjoyed it. But at the same time, something felt a little underwhelming to me about it. I don't know what it is. His reveal of basically just being a super fan, and he's just <laughs> tired of all the bad sequels to Stab ruining the franchise, and he wants to, he wants to create something new in real life so they can make a new, a better Stab movie. Him being a crazy super fan, uh, I can buy. I can buy. Mm-hmm. Something about her, I don't buy for some reason. Like, it's just kind of like, well, I just didn't, I wanted to be a part of it. I'm just, yeah. I, I wanted to be a part of something. I was like, that's it? <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. What do you think? Um, I thought her performance was great, but maybe the reasoning behind her killer. Here's the thing. 
it's a trend I've noticed in all the screen films. When there's two killers, there's always the like the main killer, right. and then there's the uh, the secondary killer. Like in the first one, obviously the main one's Billy with a very strong motivation. Right. Stu was was the was the sidekick who was like he's I forget what his reasoning was. Right, right. I forgot. It's been so long. Yeah, because I found she was the Stu mocker in this duo. Um, yeah, and in I the second so. one, you have Billy's mother. You know, uh, right. wants revenge, and then you have um, Timothy Oliphant's character, who's like, yeah. "I want the, I want the trial, I want the, you know, I want the fame." You know, yeah. which is whatever. It's weaker, but you know, it's what it is. Uh, we like, won't talk about the third one, even yeah. though the third one, it's it's it is a strong motivation. It's like I'm your long lost brother and our mother, or whatever. Right. right. Uh, and for again, someone related to someone, like it's Sydney's cousin this time. Yeah, and then and then the the her partner is just like, I don't know, he's not so like. There's always one killer, yeah, with a with a, with a weaker motivation. With a weaker, okay, okay, because um, right. I think for her, I think it, well, I mean, her parents bought the house, I believe. I think she became obsessed, and right. um, I and think she met she met him online. That's yeah, I think his met. fire fueled her in a way. Probably, they just needed a better line of dialogue then. Probably, I was yeah. bored. I and, uh, yeah, I, <laughs> I was say, bored. Uh, I wanted to be part of something. I will say, even though I didn't see it coming, uh, I thought the killer reveals in this one uh, were uh, were among the weaker things about the film. Mm. Um, or underwhelming, uh, like when you compare it to the other Scream films. Right. It's like okay, um, I didn't see that coming, but okay. I mean, at this point, it's I mean, fine. I get it because by the fifth yeah. film, you can't just have someone related to Sydney or out for revenge. It being super fans makes sense. It's like okay, like at this point, these are you know these are two people who are just like we want to fucking keep the ghost face shit going, you know? Yeah, and it's like it, yeah, it that's makes what sense it becomes. to the plot. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's just her that line was just uh, just bothered me a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah her, her. It's like, did you really look like you're an outcast? Do you, are you Carrie? <laughs> you know, do you really look like you're not a part of what's popular? Give me a break. But it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. I'm just. I, I thought she performed a character well. Like, no, like, no. She, she, she seems did crazy like, well. No. Yeah, she seems like oh, like yeah. someone who's like, I can kind of see being friends with, who seems kind of trustworthy and caring, but also odd and yeah. kind of. I I don't know. There's something creepy about her, but um. Right. Yeah, right. they really he- held her back too. You know, is she? I mean, that's what part of why I didn't really guess it was her. She just kind of, she was just kind of there. Yeah, and then once she, they did the kill feel, she just switched the crazy on, and was like, "Holy shit!" Uh, yes, yeah. when she when she went psycho, I, I kind of had fun with that. Yeah, it was just the, and then, the, and then the when Galen before that, I was like, "Really?" Yeah, and then when Galen Sydney corner, she's like, "No, no, 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 wait, 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 wait!" It's just like, <laughs> oh man, I love. That. I was I was happy that because uh, as soon as Gail got shot, I was like, "God damn it!" She just got there. Fuck. Yeah, he's already injured, right? So I was like, it was the Sydney Prescott show. I was like, go in there and kick ass, Sydney. Get him. Get him. And uh, I kind of like the fact fact that uh, Gail got the last kill. Oh, uh, yeah. For, you know, a kind of avenging Dewey. Yeah. I kind of enjoyed that. I really, I really liked that better. Yeah. That she ended up getting the last kill on her. And yeah, uh, shot her and then uh, <laughs> she got set on fire after it. You remember the line? I forgot the line. What the line was? But, uh, uh, something about uh, pass the torch. Pass the torch. Yeah. 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 Bye. So let's talk a little bit more about uh, in detail about uh, 
his I mean we kind of mentioned it already but was there anything else we were missing for his motivation and everything um I kind of wanted the, to touch if it's okay I kind of want to touch on one last thing about Amber oh Spade. yeah go ahead brother um spoiler alert for once upon a time in Hollywood uh but uh anyone who's seen that movie uh Mikey Madison who played uh one of the Manson kids in that faces almost the exact same death she gets set on fire and she's like ah! and i just couldn't help but think like here she is playing a psycho again yeah she gets set on fire again and i'm like this had to be a conscious conscious reference to once upon a time in hall or just maybe a coincidence but because right. yeah because she was in once upon a time in hollywood and uh she was great in that as well and yeah her her fate in both movies is like almost exactly the same wow um, so I just wow, that's that insane. Really, you I just, just blew my up. mind. You just you just got meta. <laughs> well, I got, I I got one. No. I got one for you. The 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 theme song that was with uh, Scream Two and throughout. Then you kind of hear a little bit of it when Dewey shows up. He starts walking. You hear it in the background. Doom 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 doom. Yes. Doom 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 doom. Was that in the first Scream movie or was that Scream Two up? Oh, that's an excellent question. Definitely you know why? You know why? Because why? that exact same song is from Broken Arrow. Oh my God! Really? And Broken Arrow came out before Scream Two. Oh God, you just <laughs> blew my mind. <laughs> I got you back, Alex. <laughs> yeah, that dude. It's the exact same with the little jingles in the background. It's the exact same song. It's the same composer. I, I, it's a different composer, but for some, for Scream Two, and um, Broken Arrows, two two different composers, but maybe they just got the rights to that that okay. that one song and decided to use right. it, and maybe they just credited the director and the, I mean the the composer in the credits, but but yeah, dude, because <laughs> yeah, I it's been, it it's been so long, it's been yeah. so long since I seen Scream Two, yeah, and I was watching it and I heard that song, I was like, dude, it's fucking Broken Arrow. <laughs> it's kind of funny, but uh, yeah, we're we're all we're all over the place. We're meta today. Yeah, uh, but yeah, it was great uh, seeing her well deserved yeah, final kill uh, yeah. on on the on this bitch. <laughs> yeah, Sydney hands her the gun. And it's like you know yeah. this one's yours, and and the then appreciates that. Right then we have their confrontation in the fight, and uh, I love the stab through the cheek, man. Oh yeah, that was great. Stabbed him through the cheek. But first, again, going back to being motivated and kind of guided by her by her crazy, insane dad, uh, kind of helped her overcome uh, her boyfriend here. And then as she just yeah. went slice and dice, you know. Oh my god! And. Um, <laughs> I, I, I don't know why. I don't know why I was expecting like a Friday Thirteenth, uh, <laughs> Corey Feldman in the ending or whatever, where they kind of right. hint, or you know, that he's going to be the next killer yeah. or something like that. I don't know why I was thinking about that. Uh, well, you never know. You never know. Well, you know that potential gives her character a bit of an edge, right? You know, yeah. uh, it makes her a bit more interesting, in my opinion. Because they kind of, you know, after the, the, the day is saved, everybody's outside getting treated yeah. for their wounds. You know, she goes up to Sydney. She's like, am I going to be okay? And Sydney goes, eventually. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. I like how she said, eventually, not right away. 
Uh, but yeah, they technically could do whatever they want uh, yeah. if they want to keep keep going with it. Um, but that's the thing, though, is like, should as a scream as a diehard scream fan, Alex, should they end it here? End it on a high note, right off into the sunset, or anything's possible. Let's try to do a couple more, see what happens. What do you What, what do you think? Uh, I mean, uh, if you're just asking for my opinion, mm-hmm. I don't. I mean, I, t- after the fourth one, I thought they should have just left it there because I thought that was right. such a great way of of uh, revisiting it, having yeah. fun with it, and then just being like piecing out. Yeah, but. They made such a strong entry here that it kind of validates more, you know, as long as there's creativity, as long as there's real voices, and as long as they, you know, keep going back to what makes Scream great. Yeah. Um, keep it entertaining. I'll, I'll, I'll still watch. Yeah. Sure. But uh, I feel like it'll just get harder and harder. So I'm not going to stop anyone, right. not that I could, from making more Scream films. But I'm right, satisfied. Right. This, okay. this fifth one. I didn't ask for it. I didn't yeah. know what to think. I watched it. I loved it. So I thought, hey, anything's possible. And I think uh, it's great to see something like this happen because you have two filmmakers who obviously aren't Wes Craven but loved Wes mm-hmm. and really made this film with respect. Like You feel the respect for the fans. You, res- yeah. you feel the respect for the franchise, for the filmmaking, for the, the lore, everything. Yeah. And um, they came up with something great. And I, a lot of people are enjoying it. Um, yeah. So I don't. I guess from a business standpoint, why not make more? But you have to do it right because you got it. Yeah. Even part three, even though that was like the weakest one in a lot of people's opinions, myself included, um, it's still entertaining, and right. I don't think Scream was ever tarnished. You know. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, like you said, if it's entertaining and well done, and why not? Right. Yeah. Don't but let it, it become like Friday the Thirteenth or. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what you don't want to see Ghostface? Ghostface in space? Come on! <laughs> I mean, hey, uh, if you could spin it in a way to where I'm on board, you know, plenty of um, other flashes have gone to space as we've seen. <laughs> Didn't end well, but uh, another small little nitpick before we wrap it up for the yeah. day is uh, I I enjoyed all of the meta uh, stuff throughout the film, and some of it was actually very clever. Uh, when you get to the finale. I thought the meta, <laughs> the meta got turned up to eleven, man. In my opinion, like I was just like, way. I was like, okay. It just it seemed like they were just beating you over the head with it a little uh-huh. bit too much with the finale in terms of the meta to the point where I thought when she was on top of the boyfriend going for the final kill, I thought she literally was gonna go, "I hate your movie. Your movie sucks." You know what? Here. Suck on these rotten tomatoes. Like I was just like, are we almost there? Are we almost to that point? Please don't please. Like I said, I was I was entertained with the finale. I really liked it. But I was just kind of like, you know, it's okay to be subtle a little bit with the with the meta stuff. But I felt when it when it got to this, you know, to the end, I was just like, I felt like they're okay. They're really beating up, beating you over the head with it. Because the boyfriend, almost every line of dialogue was something <laughs> meta coming out of his mouth. Right. You know, this is I, I can't nit- remember I'm just that being well. nitpicky. I'm just yeah. being nitpicky. It's fine. I still liked it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know. But the whole Rotten Tomatoes th- joke, I thought that would have been funny. Was there an yeah. actual Rotten Tomatoes joke? No. no okay. Just, 
<laughs> I'm just I saying, I wouldn't have been yeah. surprised if that was the next line at this point. Uh, but it's 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 very entertaining, very well done. And uh, for me, it was it was it's it's nice to go to the movies and see a big budget slasher back on the mainstream movie screens all over the world, and it's actually entertaining, well made, well acted. We get some great kills in there. Very well done. Let's bring the slasher genre back. You know, you know, too much elevated goddamn horror around here. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with a good old slasher. All right, let's go ahead and rate this son of a bitch. Is there anything else you'd like to talk about the movie before we give our rating? No, I think we pretty much covered uh, all the major all the major things. Yeah, I didn't have uh, a lot of issues with it, obviously. Um, like like you, just nitpicking. For example, yeah. um, it would seem Amber was the one that killed Dewey. Yeah. I don't know how one-on-one she'd be able to take Dewey. You know, yeah, even if he's a... retired, even if he's older and slower and limping. Um, but it's a movie, so I'll, yeah, I'll I'll let you gotta it go. suspend your disbelief a little bit there. Yeah, but yeah, they I was were grappling that. with each other. You know, I was thinking that too. I was just like, man, because <laughs> because he Ghostface seemed very strong in this movie. Yeah, like very strong. Uh, yeah, but uh, you know, I always I just thought it was the boyfriend doing everything because he was so big and tall. Uh, but yeah. That's another. I, I agree with you on that. That's another little nitpick. That it's just kind of like, you know, does she, is, does she have MMA training? Is, it, yeah. <laughs> is there some backstory to this character <laughs> to make her kill you know, be, be this badass? I don't know. I don't know. Let's not give Hollywood ideas. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, let's go ahead and uh, let's go ahead and rate this man. So for the first time ever on the channel, as many years we've been here hanging out. Uh, talking movies with all you badasses watching. Thanks again for you guys watching, hanging out with us. We're going to change. I know. Prepare yourself. More mind-blowing stuff here on the channel. We're going to change our rating system. <gasps> I know. What the fuck's going on? going to make it a little bit more simpler here. Instead of the, eh, Alex, I'm going to give it a 3.7528. <laughs> I'm going to give this a 4.9 and a half. To the, no, we, we'll stop doing that. We'll stop doing that. We're going to go with letters. That's right. We're going to go with letters A to F, baby, and C is going to be average. All right? So, Samurai Guy, I am going to give Scream 5 a B plus, man. I'm going to give it a B plus. Very entertaining. It's great to see a slasher, a very well-made, well-done slasher in the theater. I'm giving it a B plus. Alex, what are you giving it? I am actually going to give it an A. All right. Very high rating, but I think this film really <laughs> defied expectations and uh, dude, and fully deserves it, you know. Like I said, like I said in the beginning of the video, man, a sequel to a dead franchise released in January. This should be trash. <laughs> so more movies like this and less bye-bye mans and everything will be great. And please, everything please. will be right with the world. So there you go, guys. B plus from the Samurai Guy. A from Alex Chung. Make sure you guys subscribe to Alex. All the information shown will be in the description box below. And if you're new here, subscribe to the Samurai Guy and help me get to 30,000 subscribers. We're almost there. And also shout out to Louis Lecca. That's right, Nerd Report. He helped the Samurai Guy uh, check out the movie. So thanks again, brother, for helping me out. 
And also, uh, make sure you guys subscribe to Nerd Report, Nuke the Fridge, Nerd Lekasan. I mean, the guy's great. Subscribe. He's always having these cool, awesome free movie passes and giveaways and all that good stuff. Plus, the content is awesome, too. So make sure you subscribe to him as well. All right, guys. That's it for today. Keep watching movies, especially horror movies, baby. One of the greatest genres of all time. That's right. Represent. And we see you guys on the next one. Take care.